Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your sickly host, Karen Morrison, and as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, John McDonald. How are you? Also sickly. Uh, it's going around in Victoria, thanks, winter. Yep. Uh, but we are also joined by our good friend from Story Mode, Simon. How are you? Not sickly. It is not sick. Oh, I'm tell you what, breathe. I'm jealous. Yeah, <laughs> I can breathe through my nostrils right now, guys. <sighs> I can. But hey, what's it like? <laughs> I remember great. those days. <laughs> Cherish the feeling while I still can. Yeah. <laughs> I can sort of breathe through my nose, but it's just like it's it's like accompanied by like a like a sniff as well. So, yeah. I apologise if that if any of that comes through during the podcast. We will try and nix for worst of it. Yeah, like I'll yeah, I'll do my best. Joel, so Joel, my good friend Joel, was editing this episode on my behalf because yep. I'm fucking wrecked from a long week at work. Yep. Joel, you're a superhero. Yeah, good luck. That's fine. I'll I'll look. I'll do it. It's fine. He'll do it. He does it. He do it. <laughs> uh, I and, no, I'm happy to do it. Like it's been a while since I've done one, and I do enjoy actually putting these things together. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, it's been a while though. But you'll be okay. Yeah. So, now, before we get into the, the, the main topic of the episode, which will no doubt even overpower the dope one we're going to do, mm. um, I bef- I want to just quickly just check in how we both doing. Are we watching anything? Are we doing anything that's not video game related we want to bring up here? Because this is your chance. I mean, I don't know. I I think since the last time we, we, we recorded last week... I don't think I'd finished Succession yet. I have finished it now. Congratulations. I'm, it's, I'm done. I'm done. And it's fucking great. All time ever TV show. Simon, I, when are you yeah. going to watch Succession? I've watched, I think, the first three, maybe four episodes. And I know that's just before the point where it gets good, yeah. as you guys yeah. keep telling Jesse. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. got the first three seasons downloaded. So I'm I'm ready for it. It's just a matter of yeah. I need to set the time aside. Because... yeah. Currently, a lot of my spare time, if I'm not playing video games, is been catching up on YouTube because I'm sure you guys have this. I'm sure this is a universal experience at this point where you're sat there for ages and you're like, God, there's nothing good to watch on YouTube. I need something good to watch on YouTube. And then all of a sudden, a wave of content just hits and you're yeah. like, oh, God, I have over 300 subscriptions. I need to catch up on every single one of these. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. It, it it's like yeah it's like oh man I haven't heard, I haven't really got back into the the biggest one for me is Game Grumps I'm like oh man I haven't watched Game Grumps for a while and then they'll just go on a tear of stuff that I'm like I'm yeah. watching all of this see it's it, great it doesn't help because I I can I'm, I myself am also far behind on Game Grumps uh, and it's only it's purely because I was able to keep up with them when they did ten minute videos like mm-hmm. when every episode was like here's a new ten minute video I'm like I can spare ten minutes yeah now they're all half an hour I'm like oh. I want to watch, but I also have to try to finish Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. God yeah. help me. I I, I finished I watched uh, I finished watching them play Sonic Frontiers last night, and I was like, this game. I like there are parts of that game that seem really cool, and then there are other parts that are just garbage. And like, yeah, yeah it's sounds about it's right. a it's a fascinating game. Like Aaron discovers that you can basically just all the current there's like a majillion different currencies in the game that you need for different things. And once you unlock, like, a, there's, like, towers in each world of Big the Cat where you can just go fishing. Oh, my God. And you can just spend <laughs> 10 minutes fishing and get enough oh, to basically do what you need to. Did we see... Who, did we all see the news for um, Paramount Plus's Knuckles spin-off? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I still haven't watched Sonic the Hedgehog two yet. Me neither. Me neither. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm too scared. The last time we watched a song of a hedgehog movie in cinemas, we could, like a pandemic happened straight after it. So yeah. Yeah, literally a week later, yeah. I'm being cautious with when I do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I want to watch it because I like as much as I like shit on Sonic, the first one was kinda good. Like it was it, it was, was it was good. It was okay. But I hear the second one sort of like Jim Carrey like leans into devoured it. that first movie, so oh, yeah. I have to mm. I have to see the second one at some point. Yeah, and I gotta give gotta give James Marsden his yes. um his his yeah. due credit after watching Jury Duty, especially like I've got a, an even more like newfound respect for that man, um just putting on a clinic in that show, but but yeah, anything else anything else before we I'm just giving us all fair game because yeah. like really the, when we switch gears to Questlog, I feel like there's going to be lots of gushing, yeah yeah because uh, we're all super fucking hyped for this video game, mm-hmm. yeah I mean I like. I fight because I finished Succession. I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom more. Wow! So I've actually gone back to it, and I, yeah, how novel! <laughs> I know, right? I haven't done much else. I've done a lot of stuff, but also I've done nothing. Yeah, I, that's, I think it's probably the best way of putting that's it. That's where I'm at at the moment with Tears of the Kingdom. Is that when I'm playing, I'm spending hours doing stuff, but accomplishing nothing, mm-hmm. but nothing yep. to show for my hard work and effort. And I'm just like, you I know was what? Like, that's fine. I was like last night. I like sixty hours in. I was like, oh yeah, I should probably go to the other two locations yeah. that I need to go to. So I went to one, started that, and then I was like, well, I'm off to find some more stables because I want to do this. And then I was like, and that was it. Like <laughs> two and a half hours later, I'm like, what have I done? I've had yeah. a great time. What have I done? And that's the thing. I'm I'm so close to the end of the story, and I. I'm going to do it tomorrow. That is my the plan for my, for my day. It's just I'm going to smash out the finale and get it done. But also, I've been playing Final Fantasy 16, uh, sorry, 14 a lot recently because um, the new raid tier came out. And so obviously doing that with my static and trying to, uh, trying to get through some of that. But then also I've gotten back into Monster Hunter Rise because the last Sunbreak update came out. And I haven't played Rise for a while. Uh, yeah. Since basically the second title update came out, I didn't sort of did my hands up, did my foot off the pedal, as it were, and just sort of coast along, boot up every now and then. Not really done much. I mean, helping a friend go through it, and um, yeah. So now, now I'm like, oh man, Monster Hunter is so damn good. And <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have yeah. time. I keep seeing it like pop up again, and I'm just like, I could go back to my no, no, Joel, it's, stop it. It's funny because I'm the same, and I. I fucking bought Rise. Like, I... Now, that might... To any dear listener at home, I'd be like, yes, so what? Of course you bought Rise. Because (laughs) I bought it on Switch, right? I bought a physical copy, which was Rise again with a Sunbreak, sunbreak, like, code. So I bought this game twice. Yeah, I I definitely... I love it. I played it. But I just didn't get around to it. And then it came to PC and console. And now I'm just like... God, I want to play it on my. I kind of want to play it on my PS Five. Like it's real tempting. Mm. I dipped into. I dipped into Sunbreak for a bit, and like it was fucking great because it's more Monster Hunter rides. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, and then other stuff came out, and I sort of put it on the back burner. I haven't gone back to it, but it is just comforting knowing that it lives digitally on my Switch, and it's just it's there. That's if the I do want to just dip in for a little bit, yeah, I've I've got it. I own it on Switch, but I only own base Rise on Switch. Whereas on PC, I own Rise and Sunbreak, 
and yep. I'm yeah, obviously significantly further in and have much better gear and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm on PC, but I do occasionally look at the Switch version and go, yeah, look, I've already bought the base game twice, but I could buy Sunbreak twice as well, and I could try <laughs> and get my Switch file up to sort of the same spot and be all right, and then just take it with me whenever because the Steam Deck doesn't fucking exist over here. So, oh my doesn't. god, yeah. I mean, the the ROG Ally does, but uh, yeah, look, it's it's something. Steam Deck at home, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want like a really good deep dive into that sort of stuff, there's a channel, one of the very few channels I actually have notification bells switched on for. It's a Retro Game Core, and um, mm. he he's phenomenal. He mostly focuses on like the retro handheld emulation stuff. But obviously does things like handheld PCs and like mini PCs and stuff like that. And his videos are just always phenomenal quality. Straight to the point. There's no like extra fluff or shit added in. He's just just good. He's just... I love him. I love his content. So shout out awesome. to Russ for being awesome. All right, check that out. I, I would love to, but <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I am still catching up on, like, Summer Game Fest YouTube. Like, yeah, that's so where right. I'm at right now. Like, oh, all right. Well, look, that's, that's enough of a preamble. Let's just move straight into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment. And as I also mentioned, catching up on Summer Game Fest stuff. We finally got, we had, well, first of all, Square Enix had, like, a massive, like, four or five hour Final Fantasy 16 celebration event as part of, like, not E3. Yeah. Um, which they had a bunch of panels and all that sort of stuff, which, did you actually, anyone here check them out? I did. I didn't. I, I missed them all, unfortunately. I did see, mm. I caught a bit of a music one, just because it was, um... Uh, a YouTuber I follow, um, Alex. Alex. Yeah, he's fucking love so cool. Alex. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. And so he got what to just dude. he got to talk to Sokin, which he mu- he must have been screaming internally. Yeah, and this, then jam with him at the end. Like, yeah, this oh, isn't the first awesome. time they've met. I don't think. Yeah. Um, and it's been amazing watching Alex talk about like Final Fantasy fourteen songs because I've said it before. I'll say it again. Sokin is a beast of a man when it comes to making songs, and fourteen is phenomenal for that. And watching Alex, like, appreciate the music and be like, this is so cool. This, like, conveys so much stuff really well. And then Sokin noticed some of the stuff that he was talking about on Twitter and was like, yes, this is exactly the sort of feelings and emotions I was aiming for. You hit the nail on the head. It's wonderful. And just the dialogue that opened up from that was really natural and really wholesome. So part of me is like, fuck yeah, Alex. Like, you deserve this, man. It was great. And, like, there was also the narrative panel with Alana Pierce, which was fucking great. Fucking cool. And yeah. even just like the general, you know, Q and A and like the start with, with Maximilian Dude, I was just like just running yeah. down the list of like YouTubers I follow and yeah. just ticking him off. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, it's a stellar lineup. So it's great. Um, it was a really good event. I would have loved to have seen it more, but I was just I'm I'm being cautious. I'm like, look, I'm really excited for 16. And I don't think you're going to give anything away, but and I'm, this, just, I'm just I'm cool. <laughs> and that that game's going to be fucking it huge is. anyway. So well, exactly mm. and. It was actually, so obviously it was at this event they finally confirmed the demo, which PlayStation mentioned in a throwaway sentence after the uh, last showcase they did. Mm-hmm. It's like, talked about the intro segment that players would get to play in the demo. And everyone's like, oh, cool, a demo. When? 
and we've just been waiting. Nothing. And waiting. <laughs> and then this event happened and we were all like, this has got to be it. And thankfully it was. So, yeah. So if you've got a PS5 right now, you could be playing the first two hours of Final Fantasy 16. And you should be you should be doing that. I was just like, you, you fucking it's, should it's, do it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's great. It's incredible. So, yeah. So we've all played the demo, obviously. Yeah. And I... Again, I know this isn't new for Square Enix. They, I feel like they do this a lot with their demos, but I just love the confidence that it's like, cool, you can play the first two hours and then carry that data over to the full version. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. I, I must admit, any game that does that, where they're just like, you can carry all that, even if it's a game that I'm not really into, but I'm just like morbidly curious about and I'm just checking out the demo for Shits and Giggles. I, I like, I'm just like, I'm just going to keep that save data there, just in case. Just in case. Because yeah. like, yeah. I know games do this a lot. So like, I'm just going to keep this over here. So, like, there's, like, so many demo fucking, uh, like, save files and shit through my, like, if you go back <laughs> through my history. I'm just like, I might come back to that. And the best part is they all are also uploaded to your cloud. Yep. To your yep. cloud server where yep. Sony's probably looking at, at Joel stuff being like, Come on, man! Yeah. Just like pull Just the trigger buy on something. A damn game. <laughs> Just commit. <laughs> it's yeah. That's that's about fair. Fair uh, assessment. I really don't know how to break down this this conversation. So let's just start off by talking um, about the intro, uh, which oh, is boy. the thing immediately I noticed about this game. And I, I don't. I'm not saying it's an insult, but it just it didn't feel so immediately Final Fantasy and I think I loved that about it mm. I love Final Fantasy to yeah. be very clear um, I think that's where a lot of the discourse is going on at the moment by like you know a vocal minority online about like just people just being like oh it's not this that's not Final Fantasy it's not that it's not Final Fantasy and it's like well it's been so many the franchise has been so many things at this point exactly like and it's it's all completely asinine as well it's like, oh it's not Final Fantasy Okay, sure. But, like, yeah. keep shifting the goalposts more. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. You're never going to please these people. But also, It has the Final like a... Fantasy name on it. Yeah. So it's Final Fantasy. See, uh, it says Final I guess because I lived through 7. Yeah. Like, I'm used to this now. Because, like, 7's like, you're not you're not a Final Fantasy game. You're steampunk. I'm like, but it's Final Fantasy 7, guys. Yeah. It, in fact, is a Final Fantasy game. Yep. Yep. By the most literal, strictest definition, it is one. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> man god I, like yeah it's like the, the, this thing just comes out the gate mm. and really it doesn't hold up there is a bit of downtime which is necessary to sort of like set things up and you know build the world and some lore and things like that um but yeah man this fucking everything is just firing on all cylinders at the start of this demo um yes. like starting with that battle yeah was really good and Again, it's not the first time that there's been blood in Final Fantasy, but maybe this much blood it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it. I mean, cutting to like later in the demo, there's also like blood oh, adjacent yes. sound effects that like yeah. are oh, very well, visceral. We will get to the end of the demo. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Even depending on people how have listeners are feeling, if they're like, oh, they don't want to play it. Like, I would almost consider that if you're not going to play the demo, that part is definitely spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It is. I mean, again, yeah, it's the first two hours, but it is such a good Yeah, if if you're, like, waiting at this stage to play the full version, I'm like, yeah, you don't want to know what happens at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I want to talk about it, though, so we might note that in the notes or something. It's not a bad idea. But, yeah, so, yeah, for, for me personally, immediately, just, like, 
that battle at the start was sick. Seeing like the um the chocobos come charging in mm. and like yeah. the magic like catapults. Oh, that it was, was just cool. That was such a cool yeah. idea. Absolutely. Like, it was just in, it was just amazing to watch this all happening. I'm just like processing that this is like no doubt gonna set new standards for what a Final Fantasy game is, first oh, of all. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. But then getting control of Clive at at that at the gate. I guess there was that long cutscene first, wasn't there, with the um conspirators or like the other the other mysterious characters. Yeah. yeah. So I was gonna talk about the thing I love most about Clive was like moving through the shifting terrain. Terrain. Yeah. But that also brings in a whole seeing the scale of Titan. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, like it reminded me of like for better or worse, but like it, it reminded me of the start of God of War Three. Just like seeing all that stuff that's going on around you while you're just trying to, you know, progress to a level and there's just fucking things happening and exploding around you and there's stuff that should be a cutscene, but it is happening in real time while you're playing this game. Um, yeah, it's had like flashbacks to that where you're just like, oh my god, there's literally Chiba fighting Titan up there right now. Like, Except I bet this one won't blue ball me like God of War I mean, 3D. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It, uh, like I said, for better or worse. But yeah, the same feeling of like yeah. the sense of scale and scope and just bombasticness that they're showing. Yeah. How, yeah. how did you feel about the intro, Simon? Oh, very much the same. Because like... We, yeah, with with the star, and you have uh, a scene that was shown in a couple of the trailers where, yeah, we've got those people talking about the, the battle that's going on that you've already got, gotten a glimpse of. You know, they're talking about it and this, that, and the other, and like, oh, but you know, the dominant hasn't even taken the field yet, and it's like, yeah, all right, all right, like, sure, we know, we know who it is, we know who it's going to be. But there was still that moment where he sh- where Titan shows up, and you're like, "Oh my fucking god!" Yeah. That is like you see Shiva, and you're like, "Wow, she's massive." And then a bit later, you see Titan, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Like, and we're we're gonna yeah. fight that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna we're, beat we're, the shit out of him. We're we're gonna go into that arena and just be like, "I'm having that." Yeah. Like that's. <laughs> What you've got there, it's going to be mine. I'm taking that from me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really like the way, because as you said, like they mentioned in that cutscene, again, that, that entire cutscene, I was just like fascinated watching it because it just felt, again, it's so weird. To, I don't know how to describe it, but it just felt like I was watching a scene from a television show, really. And, yeah, I mean, like. I was immediately invested. Game yeah. of Thrones. Exactly. Yes, yes, Elephant yes, yes, in the yes, room. Yes. It's like, it, it's but Game it, of it does. It's. It isn't like it's a, it's an apt comparison because it does feel like but that. Again, hopefully it won't fizzle out like Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Nah, I but have like full faith. Yeah, <laughs> but it just had that feeling from the writing, from the way it was shot, from the performances. It was just oh god, it felt that that sense of intrigue. Like it, you were like in on this world. Uh, yeah, that's for someone like me who's like, it takes a fair bit for me to get invested in like a, like high fantasy sort of setting. He does hate fantasy. <laughs> I, I don't hate fantasy. Hey, Joel, fantasy. how many of the Lord of the Rings films have you watched? I've watched uh. two of them. i watched two of them once. I rest my case. <laughs> it's fine. But no, but like, that's the thing. Like, I, because at the time I wasn't that, I am going to rewatch them. I'm going to watch them. I'm going to do yeah, it. You are. Someone remind Joel of that. Before it's the not end me. of this year, I'm going to do oh, it. There I was going to say, actually, they're great to watch just before Christmas. So Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, cool. All right, done. Lock it in. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, it's 
like yeah this had me in, intrigued and like the way this was going on and um yeah i think i'll bring up the the, the cool element about this one of the cool things about this game later because it was a little bit further on in this demo that i experienced it but i mean i'll bring it up now is that um the active time law stuff. Yeah, active time law is a very it's so it's basically where you're holding a touchpad during a cutscene. Yeah. And it will just it will just pull up. And the best thing about active time law is like it pulls up all these little entries about like characters or locations or story events or whatever, and just gives you a nice, succinct, short mm. block of text to read. And you'd be like, Oh, okay. You're not yeah. scrolling through walls of law yeah, like, text. It was like, like in the database. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was like <laughs> this is what you need to know to sort of have a bit better of an understanding of what's going on in this scene. And I was like, oh, that's for someone like me, who's a dumb idiot and uh, like has <laughs> trouble sitting down and reading through things. Um, it was great. Like I was like, oh, and I found myself using that quite a lot. Just even if I was just like, I'm just curious. They mentioned this person. Oh, let's see if they're in that. Oh, they are. Okay. Oh, they're that person. All right. And they're related to the, oh, interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a really, it's a really neat feature. And I feel like it's something that, a lot of these, like, lore-heavy games could... Well, especially a game like it. 16 that's going to be, let's face it, like, 60 hours long. Mm. Like, some, some, one, of the, one of the biggest negative marks you can make against some games that are that long is you come back and you're just like, Where what am, am I, I doing? What's going Who on? Who is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at least you know in this one, if, if you do step away for a while when you come back and there's a cutscene, slam down that ATL button yep. and, and get yeah. catch up. Yeah. And- I do like the fact that it's, it's, a, it's almost like they're, like, Active time battle, yeah, active time yeah. law. I mean, that's <laughs> very funny. That's very funny. But that's the thing, and I, I'm quietly confident as to who is the the brains behind that, um, because this is a creative business unit three developed game. They are the same team that are behind Final Fantasy fourteen, and I stand by the fact that I think genuinely Final Fantasy fourteen is peak fiction. Genuinely peak fiction. It's incredible. Right. The way it sticks, I am the landing glad. of like its huge story is incredible. Anyway, sorry. I'm glad that us mortals will now get to enjoy it. Well, that's because the thing. like, yeah, I really like. I have played all of um, a Realm Reborn and I loved it. I got halfway through the Heaven's Ward patch and I know they've fixed it. So if I went back, it would be smaller intervals between expansions. Yes, find the time. Yes. Uh, but I do. I I even from what I have played, it's just like that world is something else to mm. get it, to get um, involved in. Uh, it's just nice that I'll, that I'll also be able to do with this in a much smaller, compressed yeah, yeah, time 100, frame and 100%. still like walk away just as happy. Yeah, and it, it, all, uh, it all comes down to uh, Michael Christopher Koji Fox. He's the head of the law team for Final Fantasy fourteen, and also like lead translator as well uh, for both games. And the man is fucking hilarious. So any any dumb pun or like silly wordplay that's going to be in the game and i can guarantee there's going to be plenty because it's koji and the man's mental it, it comes down to him but at the same time he's so creative when it comes to like okay how do i make this more enjoyable for a player how do i make this something that someone's just going to be able to watch this the first time around and not have to watch a 15 minute youtube video discussing the explicit hidden minutiae of each scene it's all just there it's there you just press press that touchpad and bam there it is I know it's him. Yeah. I know it's him. It, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, it, between this and 7 Remake, like, it seems like what Square Enix are wanting to do with Final Fantasy now is just celebrate yeah. it. Like, it's, and, and, like, 
in different ways that still make it feel fresh and still are, are like a good onboarding point for newcomers. But like they're celebrating it with all these little jokes and references and things and like consistencies and like constants that appear through, you know, I'm, I there's mean, always a Sid, there's always Chocobo sort of yeah. thing. Like, you know, they learned a lot from 15. Yeah. Mm. Right. I just, it just, and I mean, I don't even hate 15. I do like it for the most part. Obviously, that's its shortcomings and it is not finished and all that other stuff. But I really I enjoyed the thing that mattered about that, that game and that was like the road trip aspect to it. I really dug that. They really nailed that feel. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, 15, I think, taught Square Enix a lot of stuff, a lot of lessons. Some hard ones, probably, no doubt. But I think, again, from Remake and this and from what we've seen of Rebirth, it's it's paying off. Mm, yeah. I actually, before we move on from the intro, I just want to talk again. We're going to go back to that cutscene at the start. Because I really also... Apart from being immediately engaged and on the hook from every like little every word of dialogue from those characters, I like how we get a good idea of well, first of all, the, the personalities, of, well, personality of, that, of the dominant, mm. just the way he like makes that dude sit down and then like <laughs> butts that his cigarette in his drink. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is that is a power play right there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then walks out of the room and then, like, dry humps his fucking... Benedicta, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the fact that she walks out of the room and goes, You cock! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of, lot of swearing in this, too. Oh, yeah. F-up. A lot of F-bombs yeah. dropped. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think in like one space at one point. Yeah. And that's the thing. I reckon... I reckon Probably what's happened is they were like, look, we could make this like an MA15 plus or whatever, you know, MA15 sort of game and it will be fine, but it won't be as good. It won't feel as natural. And they probably just went, no, no, let's go the whole way. Like, let's mm-hmm. just, let's commit to it and make it the best that it can be. For sure. Damn, it feels good. <laughs> it's paying off. And one more thing before I move on from the cutscene at the start is I like, it's just... It's, it's something that it happens throughout the demo as well, is how they sh- they show off... So people who can use magic in this world naturally are just better, yeah. right? They're just better people. <laughs> like, and that, that becomes very important later on, obviously, with the whole um, slavery aspect of the story. But... <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed them showcasing again. Benedicta like lighting her own like thing with her, like her magic. I was like, that just looked sick. Yeah, yeah. Already Benedicta character that I love. <laughs> Can't oh, wait yeah. for her to like be an incredibly hard boss fight down the road. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and and yeah, just like the the sort of little integration of the magic as well, where the person walks in with what looks like a crystal. And just yeah. it looks like he squeezes the crystal and water comes out, and I'm like, "That's like cool. That's d- a really d- natural d- sponge." Touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it, it seems like some people that use magic need the crystals, and mm. then others that don't. Of again, of just they're just better people. But it's like I don't need crystals. I can just do magic, like whatever. Yeah. Mm. So well, yeah, I really enjoyed them. Again, it's it, it's just it's a small touch, but it it does introduce you very early on to that sort of that initial maybe divide in the world between these people. Which is just great. It's genius. Yeah. It's mm. fantastic. Uh, so then, yeah, obviously, obviously the Titan into the fray, Shiva shows up, which is a, a lot. The way this game is setting up stakes immediately, so so wonderfully, just by showcasing. It's like if you if you deploy your dominant right, 
that's essentially you're decimating most of your army. Yeah. But because you've put mm. yours out, your enemy has to put theirs out. Yeah. Which then also decimates most of their army. So it's just like, again, they're like weapons of mass destruction, but you just they pop are. off and you and there's a cost. But mm-hmm. like, if you pull the trigger on yours, then your enemy has to as well. Otherwise, they're, they're fucked. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Really yeah. curious to see how that plays out. Again, lots of um, lots of anime that come to mind to, that I think of when I see all that sort of stuff. The most obvious ones are obviously like Naruto or Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah. All those sort of ones. But again, I I don't mind that because it they pull it off with such confidence. And how were we all genuinely shocked? So obviously, uh, when Titan takes to the field, you get control of Clive and you start moving through this terrain that's breaking apart. You see Shiva flying around in the uh, background. Music is popping off. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Soaking, baby. Soaking season, baby. Soaking coming (laughs) in to just, like, claim best soundtrack of the year with probably no competition. I don't know what else this year could could challenge. Yeah. It's just like, good luck to anyone, really. Um, Were we all genuinely shocked when you were sliding down that slope when that guy just gets pancaked by a rock. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I was yeah. like, like, whoa. I was like, whoa, 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 all right. He's we are dead. Yeah. There is blood everywhere. Yeah, there is, is. Yeah. This isn't like a oh no, my arms trapped kind of moment. This is a, yeah. That man is red mist at this point. Yep. Like he's a fine whoa. paste. Not much left. Yeah. No. Jeez, it's... and. And of course, he's supposed to be someone of some relevance to Clive as well, part of the same yeah. squadron. And so you're like, "Oh shit!" Okay, this that I think that sort of invokes even more of the Game of Thrones feeling, where it's like, yeah. "No one is safe." Yeah, yeah, people no one die. Is safe. People yeah. will be dead. What, what what's their squad called? For it's for bastards, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. God, such a great squad name. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 squad name. It's, yeah. They'll be, meet, they'll be meeting behind it. <laughs> I love, yeah. yeah, I love the, the absolute disdain towards Clive as well. Like, yeah, well, again, you're saying what's clever about the intro is because it picks up there and you see Clive with his face tattoo. Mm-hmm. So that you're like, okay, well, they all, got, they all got tattoos, whatever. Maybe it's just a thing. After this all happens, we then have a flashback where we go back mm. to young Clive. Well, we do, you know, we do have a combat tutorial, which we'll talk about combat in a second. It's sick, though. <laughs> of course it's sick. It's fucking The good. DMC5 guys on board, like, it was, it was never never in doubt. It's so good. But then you get to sort of explore the castle a little bit, and you get to see a bit more, like, not much more, like, a little bit more of the world. And immediately you see the other guy with face tattoo. Yeah. As a, as a slave, and you're like, uh, oh, already my brain is like, what the fuck is going yeah, on yeah. here? That was when the... Active Time Lord really came in yeah. to play for me because I was like reading about, I've read about like, you know, the branded and I was like, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, wait. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Interesting Very stuff. Clever. Yeah. It's really cool. And also just showing that Clive's a good, he's a good dude. You yeah. Know, yeah. Treats yeah. Him, yeah. Treats I really him liked, like a human. I really liked that moment. And yeah. It was yep. a really nice little moment. And I forget her name, but. The, the girl like adopted sister that's uh, like Jill. a Jill, Jill who is a, a ward which is again super Game of Thrones we're, oh, going, yeah. we're, we're scratching like like that Theon Greyjoy itch I, like. I do love the fact that because this is obviously a Japanese made game that they're using like their version of like exotic names which are like Clive and Joshua <sighs> yeah, and Jill, Jill. <laughs> and it's like Okay, yeah, right. you, that that is exotic to you, I guess. That is like a <laughs> fantasy style name for you. 
just got old mate Clive. Like it's <laughs> it, it still makes me laugh. Like not in like a a nasty sort of vindictive way or anything like that. It's just like it just makes me giggle. I'm just like, yeah. hey, it's Clive. It's it's, it's, it's hard to take a in the flashback part a 15 year old boy called Clive very yeah. seriously. Yep. Because I'm like, yeah. all right there, mate, where's your fucking mortgage and your three divorces? What's going on? Anyone <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> named Clive just comes out like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, there, are, there are names like that where it's like they are just born an adult. There's no two ways about it. Yep. Yep. It's... it's uh, yeah, but it just makes me laugh every time I see it. it and, like, Final Fantasy, is not, like, this isn't the only game that's done that. There's something oh, else no. more recently as well that did the same thing. And I'm like, <laughs> that's very uh, funny. You know, I'd be, it's still Final Fantasy, but you know, they did it last year. Oh, really? With Stranger in Paradise. Oh, they did. <laughs> that's what it was. With Jack. <laughs> with fucking Jack. Jack Garland. Fucking Jack Garland. Fucking it's up. so good. It's so I had fun. that game. I haven't played it yet. I'm, I want to get to it so badly, though. What's Clive's last name as well? He's, like, he's... It, it's also very like it's like Rosenfield or something like that. Yeah, Rossfield. Rossfield. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Good old Clive Rossfield. Yeah, yeah. Clive Rossfield. Yeah, Rossfield. Yeah. But I think they they do as a, as Rosefield. Yeah, with like a slight to make it. It's like Clive Rossfield. Rossfield. Yeah. He sounds like a real estate agent. Clive Cliveson. Um, Clive Cliveson. <laughs> So uh, yeah, then we meet we meet his dad. We meet Joshua. We have that entire intro cut scene where like, oh, it's just we meet his his mum who is again at the end of the demo. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. But at the intro when you meet her, you're like, oh, bitch. you fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, bitch. I hate you. <laughs> it's like treating him with utter disdain. Yep. Um, yeah. I really liked the scene in the throne room with Clive and his dad. Mm, I and like Clive that. clearly. Just constantly calling him like like your grace, just being super formal with him and all that. It's just like they're doing a really good job with Clive's character immediately in this game. The 100%. line from his dad where he's like, "Come on, you can drop all that. Your yeah. fa- your, your mum's not, not here. here. Your mum's yeah, not it's here. Like, it's fine. Relax. That's great. I love that. Uh, it's yeah. And also too, in reading the the little time law, the active time law stuff about the mother, like it literally says it's like she reveres Joshua and disdains Clive. It's yeah. like, wow. Okay. That's the thing. Yeah, and you, see that, all that. you see that basically immediately after the combat yeah. training. And it's a really interesting moment because what I find really interesting is like you see uh Joshua and Jill are watching Clive do do the combat training and they're they're happy, they're enjoying it, and there's a bunch of other soldiers sort of watching watching the exhibition match as it were and really enjoying it. It seems really, really nice. And then when their mum, the the queen, the duchess, I don't know, uh, whatever, she shows up and um, she sort of covers her mouth a little bit with her clothes, covers her mouth and her nose, just sort of like, oh, it smells, this is beneath me kind of thing. And I'm like, just immediately, just from that little bit of body language, I'm like, I hate you. And then she spoke and I'm like, you are Mm. awful. And she does it, she does that, like covering her mouth thing, especially when she leans in to talk to Joshua. Yeah. And it seems like it's like Joshua's not well. It's like it's like, oh, I don't want to catch whatever you've got. Yeah. Like yeah. as much as she loves him, she's just like, oh no, you seem like you're infected because he's like coughing. Like, yeah. I mean you, you say cough. you say loves him. Like loves I mean, he's the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. The loves what he brings to the table. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and so oh. 
Yeah, so Thrones scene happens. Uh, then I'm just gonna, I'm skipping around a fair bit for this story, but it's like I don't want to break down the whole tableau because we could we could do that as a show on its own. And I'm, yeah. even this discussion now, I'm so I'm like, God, how are we going to talk about sixteen? We're we just going to do like a multi part <laughs> series about that, like one episode for the story, one for the gameplay, one for the soundtrack. It's going to be because I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. It's it's gonna it's gonna be in a year for it because I mean, like Tears of the Kingdom is the same thing. It was like, oh, oh, God. let's just have an episode about all the weird shit that you've done. Yep. Like then the story, then the, story, and the music. music. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it's, it's the year for that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so then um, you get your mission. You got to go clear out the um, I forget the, the name of the area, but you got to go, got to go kill some goblins. Yeah, classic, yeah. classic and JRPG, classic yeah. starting JRPG. quest. Go kill some goblins. And Clive meets his two new best friends. I've, again, oh, will it, something something in Tyler? Ty, one, Ty, one of them is Tyler. It's, uh, it's is it Wade? Will and Tyler? Wade. It, Wade. It's Wade. Wade. It's Wade. Yeah. 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 Wade and Tyler looking was... like they are off to like a underground German rave. Like yeah. <laughs> those military uniforms. <laughs> oh my god! Just like the full like leather. It's like leather. But only daddy. like only like under the like that must chafe in battle. Right? It's, a little yeah, bit. surely. It, it, Again, it made me laugh, but it wasn't because I was laughing at the game. I was laughing just because it was like, it was funny, but like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, the game is still excellent. Um, or the demo, rather. But like, I just, like, yeah, it looked like these two guys. And at first you're just like, oh, there's these two guys. But then as the demo goes along, you're like, I will die for these men. Yeah, these men are amazing. I was <laughs> really hoping that they would be called Biggs and Wedge. Like, when they oh, showed up yeah. on screen, I turned to my partner and I'm like, I think that's Biggs and Wedge. And she looked at me like I'd grown a second head and was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, Biggs and Wedge. Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm Wade. And I'm telling, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, and you, if you check any active time lore, it doesn't mention that they are. But I think the community has just decided they are Biggs and Wedge. Because yeah. that's just... That checks out. To yeah. throw those two characters immediately at you, I'm like, okay, you're Biggs and Wedge. I've played yeah. enough Final Fantasy to so know how this works. Yep. Yep. You're the stand-in party members until you get others that join yeah. you and yeah. without giving things away you know when you when you immediately paint them as bigs and wedge you're like oh no it's not looking no. good for you guys <laughs> and sadly because you seem really nice they're yeah. tutorial party members in the nicest possible way yeah. <laughs> that's a thing yeah, though absolutely. oh they were they were really they also weren't like shit or anything and this no, is something no, that i've absolutely. been i've been noticing like whilst playing tears of the kingdom is uh when you are hanging out with other people and combat happens, they're kind of useless. And the game yeah. sort of like gently nudges you to do everything. Kill every enemy. Because the guy that you're with, he's not going to do it for you. You need to do it. You're the chosen hero, Link. Whereas this, it's like, I turned my back on two goblins and they split up and took on a goblin each whilst I was killing mm -hmm. someone else. And I was like, fuck yeah. I appreciate yeah. the shit out Again, of you. We'll talk about combat. That 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 little the little introductory stuff you do with those guys in the in when you're fighting the goblins immediately got rid of my concerns about not having full party control. Mm. I was like, oh no, they got these guys have got this. I don't yeah. have to worry about it. It yeah. seems like we're gonna be okay. Yeah. Um It'd be interesting yeah. to see when you've got like magic users and like healers in the mix well, as well. It's gonna be in like how the party works ultimately will be interesting. Yeah. Mm. With how magic works in this world. So it's true, yeah. We'll see. It's too early to tell that I can't retain of my um best boy uh to Torgle. Torgle. 
Oh, yeah, Torgo. Torgo. Oh, the fuck yeah. Precious boy. So many, such an adorable little dog. So many good, unique pats. Yeah. I just want to pat that dog. Yeah. I I mean, like, and then there's the other part of the demo as well. We'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, fuck. So, yeah, you, you go off into different things, uh, which, again, we'll talk about combat after this. And then you come back and you have, again, it, it's, it's going to happen a lot, I think, when everyone's talking about this game. Just for Game of Thrones comparisons. But coming back to that feast, mm. I was like, it's just so Game of Thrones. But yeah. in, not in a in a really good way because I was like engaged and invested. Yeah. That's it. It's taking it's taking all the good stuff that did keep you engaged and invested about that world and and, and using that to its advantage. Just like it's not like just like carbon copying it. Like setting the scene and and the tone and, and giving like letting you know what the atmosphere is like. Like watching Joshua pushing around his carrots, which if you read mm. his active time yes. war page, yep. it mentions he doesn't like vegetables, especially carrots. Especially carrots. <laughs> especially carrots. Yeah. And it's just like playing with them and all that. Um, the soldiers like doing their drunken song. It's just like, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. And then their dad gets involved with the song as well. Yeah. And that and he tells him to sing louder. Yeah, yeah. He's like, sing louder. And I'm like, yeah, like, I like this guy too much. This yeah, is going to be a problem for his longevity, I think. Because <laughs> that's the thing. With all the beats it's taking from Game of Thrones, with how much you like him, you're like... I mean, I think we I think they, we knew in a trailer anyway. But either way, I was just like, oh, it doesn't look good for you, Yeah, No, yeah. that's the thing. The not bigs and not wedge and their dad being super lovely. I'm like, these, these three people are barely going to make it out the fucking prologue. Or if they Especially do, they're with- not going to be the same. Especially yeah. with where the game actively starts with Clive, and you're like, well, clearly getting here has been a journey. Mm. And then they're all really lovely. You're like, I think I'm beginning to understand the journey. Yeah. Yep. And it's, uh, yeah. They should have just gone whole hog and cast Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah. They already they used Sean Bean in the um, CG 15 oh, movie. Right. Yeah. It, oh, was yeah. Already in there. They should have, oh, that would have been great. It would have been like, oh no, but like, <laughs> I wish I yeah. would. I wasn't the Sean Bean do anything. They did have, um, again, it's not the demo, but oh god, what's his name? Um, oh, he's in Diablo as well. Fuck, Laura is the actor, the character's name. Diablo four, and just four. stick with me, Laura. Um, who's his? But I just want to have the name of the actor. Oh, Ralph, Ralph Innocent. Okay. They've got Ralph Innocent, uh-huh. who has one of the best voices, like, honestly. Yeah. So, like, again, he's not in the demo, but I heard him in the trailer they put out with the demo, so I was like, oh, I can't wait to meet you. Yeah. So, yeah. already, though, performances and voices, this game is oh, no problem. God, the voice acting. And Clive voice, uh, Clive's voice actor is awesome. Like, the dude smashes out the fucking part. Incredible. Yeah. His inflections mm-hmm. are, like accurate and the tone that he uses and right at the very end of the demo where he's in a lot of torment that oh god i could i could feel the pain in his voice from that and yeah i loved it i absolutely loved it joshua's voice actor phenomenal as well and he felt young i'm I'm sure the voice actor was very like a, a young kid was accurate to, to sort of that age that Josh was meant to be. But it felt 
like a really natural performance as well. It didn't feel yeah. stilted and it feels like it was given really good direction and told what to say and the way to say it and stuff like that, which really helps. And then, yeah, just everyone else has just been great. Sort of, even if they're not the main characters, just everyone else sort of still has that going on. And I'm like, this is great. This is so good. So yeah. I'm now going to mark it here for, for like... 40, 45-ish minutes into the show. Yeah. Uh, I want to spend the next 10 minutes talking about what happens at the end of the demo for the story, which again, probably don't care, but just giving people a chance to bounce if they want to. And, yeah. you know, the game comes out less than a week now. So, mm. cool. Yeah, so the next 10 minutes, let's just get a bit nutty with that end bit because obviously shit starts going south when Clive sees that hooded figure. Mm-hmm. Obviously the castle, the place gets attacked and that's like, Okay, again, Thrones, I'm kind of I was kind of expecting this to happen. Things mm-hmm. were going too well. Yeah. True. Even the way that happens was like it's so like you see him rock up and you're like oh, I know. Like when they on. when they showed up, I was like, nah, nah this, mate. this is bad. Nah, yeah, don't trust yeah, him. And then just like the throat slitting and like yeah. it was like, oh man, this is real like They're going in on it and I really yeah. appreciate it. Hundred mm. percent. Um oh, so good. And that yes. dragoon fight as well. The dragoon fight was Fuck. so good. So, I, so I'm a sucker for a dragoon. If Square Enix puts a dragoon and stuff, like I'm there. Like even like, I must admit, I did think of you when that fight started. And I was like, <laughs> Kyron's going. Kyron would have fucking lost his damn What's mind that? here. It was Ar- it was Aranea in 15, I think, was the dragoon, and she was like one of the best parts of that fucking game. Mm. Um, one of the best boss fights as well. But yeah, the boss fight against the dragon was awesome. Sucker for a dragoon. Just mm-hmm. put more dragons and things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, yeah. there's speculation going on as to whether or not it is the same voice actor as a very important dragoon in Final Fantasy fourteen. I um, have heard this, yeah. It's Estinian. Um, so that's the the rumour at the moment, or the, the question is, is it the same guy? And it sounds like him in so many moments, but then other times it's like, oh, maybe not. So even if it's, if it's not the same voice actor, he was very clearly inspired by Robert Vernon, who voices Estinian in Final Fantasy XIV. And I love Estinian. Estinian's such a fucking great character, and his growls and his, like, action noises are phenomenal. And just hearing something so similar in this, I was like, this slaps. I'm so in. Yeah. So good. Um, but not, so, yeah, you get through all of that. And, like, that... When I first started that fight, I was like, I don't think I'm meant to win this. Yeah. But as I started doing it, I'm like, oh, I am. Okay, this is great. It was like one of my first, like, again, for a demo, to come out the other side of it, I was like, man, I felt fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I honestly thought I was meant to lose, but I, I won, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget, I, I haven't mentioned him at all, but I loved him. The the trainer, the the... Oh. What's his name? Oh my gosh, I've forgotten his name. Yeah, as well. he was really good as it's well. Like Clancy yeah. or something, I think. <laughs> sure, why not? I, I legitimately think it's like, like that. considering it was a character called Clive, like I'm willing to let him be Clancy. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Let's go with Clancy. Yeah, why not? We'll roll but, with it. Um, I thought he was incredible as well, especially in that yeah. boss fight. Yeah. Just great to see him again. Um, just taking part. It's like cool. You're yeah, an active absolutely. party member. Loved that. And um, yeah, when. Uh, Joshua gets rescued from his room by totally not Wedge. I was like, yeah. this is great as well. And again, walking through the castle, you see the Imperial soldiers everywhere and not Wedge goes in for the attack and you're standing there maybe slinging a spell or two or 
using cure or whatever and it's like this is such a good storytelling device even though it, yes it's just going through a corridor and fighting like two enemies that you can two shot with a spell but you've got this guy who is set there to protect you and he is actively protecting you yeah oh really good on on that note as well i really thought that was a great way of showcasing the power of someone who is a dominant who is mm. an icon because I was like, oh, maybe I'll cast a spell as Joshua. And I did it. I was just like, holy yeah, shit, yeah. that was a big spell. Yeah, that was 70% of the guy's HP in one Good hit. God. Yeah. Joshua, you're a kid. Yeah. yeah. And you don't even know what you're doing, you know, really. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're always putting your life at risk to heal other people, which, great for you, but oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that was that was uh, awesome. That was such a good yeah. bit. Then, then, so yeah, I was Clive, Clive seeing the Red Hooded figure. Mm. is where obviously that's where things went started going wrong yeah more wrong. right <laughs> more wrong like because uh, so we knew into, going into this i mean maybe it had come up in the past but i've been kind of blackoutish on this game so maybe i just missed something we knew ifrit was in it yes. and we i think we all knew clive was ifrit but i yeah. don't think we realized how potentially insidious it was going to be included mm. and that's an angle that i'm really enjoying and intrigued by mm. yeah well, because the whole idea of there, like, there's only supposed to be one, one fire, one fire icon. icon. Yeah. And it's like, this one doesn't say, it, it, yeah, if it doesn't seem to be particularly working in sync with, no. with five. <laughs> no. um, yeah. I, I must admit, I'm like, is this the first demo that's made me, like, almost and slightly tear up a little bit? Because they really, they nail it, especially yeah. if that end bit. So, yeah, obviously, so you, if you become Ifrit as Clive, you start fighting Joshua's Phoenix. It's a fucking sweet fight. You play as Joshua, which was cool. Yeah. Um, I then... like that. Yeah, because this all, it all kicks off with that. Yeah, And then exactly. you come back to that after. Yeah, it's so good. And the, and the Super, the, like, music. two tower vibes when you when you fall through. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, man, absolutely. two towers with Balrog and Gandalf. Yeah. And, um, yeah, God, the, the music, I know... I'm going on about it again, but like, holy shit. Yeah. It's like, so, it's so good. Yeah. It's fucking very Absolutely good. incredible. And even though I fucked up on like a couple of the dodges and stuff, the game yeah. never punished me too badly for it or anything like that. And I was like, all right, cool. Like I can fuck up a little bit and not just ruin the whole fucking experience. That I felt nice. The only fail state that I got was in that fight. Was it the damnation part? Yeah, I tell mm. you what, damnation is like that. When that, as soon as that countdown started, I was just like, "Fuck, I've got to fuck. I've got to DPS this guy to oblivion. Yeah. He's, he's going to nuke me." But I love the way that's again. I don't. It's not the first time I've done it, or like all that new even for Square Enix. But they did it a lot in remake as well. But I love when it's sort of basically go, "Hey, five. You're like, what? What? Yeah. Four. Yeah. Countdowns aren't good." I need to stop this countdown because the particular the last Spider, boss fight of seven remake does it yeah. with the countdown timer. And I was just like, oh, I've got to, I've got to get rid of you immediately because this is bad news for my health. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's yeah. Oh god, you just reminded me of that. Yeah, Jesus, that was stressful. <laughs> but even when you get through Damnation and like you see Joshua cop it, and you're like, is maybe that's it? Oh no, wait, you're the Phoenix. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Phoenix is fine. You got to, yep. you got to self res, baby. Yeah, which is funny. But if you do fail it, you do outward uh, openly. Just, you just die. Yeah. But if you succeed, I guess because it's off balance or off kilter, when it hits you, it doesn't do full damage. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, that part was great. And then from there, only sadness awaits. 
Only as sadness. 16 does what I could only describe as um, taking me, dragging me, kicking and screaming back to Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> where when Ifrit starts going in on Phoenix, and it's brutal, it's savage. Um, and I was immediately just like, again, in the best possible way reminded of how i feel in, like watching that particular scene in evangelion where shinji is in his ava just and his ava has completely gone berserk and he's out of his control and just annihilating the other the angel possessed one and it's brutal like ripping it limb from limb and all that and it's just yeah. like oh i do appreciate this though they so they show restraint in in not showing you that it is a mm. black screen for about 15 20 seconds the sound effects tell the story for but you. the yes. sound effects are so squishy and yeah. very visceral yes and yeah yeah it, i and i i like that touch because they they could have just gone all out and just been gone and yeah they, they could have just done it like that like attack on titan sort of does a homage to it itself like ripping apart a titan um so they could have done it but i do i do agree like this, this game has violence but it's not like it's like just showering in violence. It's like, no, mm. no, we'll show you the stuff we need to show you. But yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you can assume what's happening here based on the sounds we're giving you. And then also as Ifrit goes for the bite on the neck, and oh. then you see that it, basically Ifrit's flames ignite, and you go, yeah. oh, oh no, because yeah, Phoenix's flames start dying down at the same time, and you're like, oh, shit. Fuck. And then Clive's voice actor going, oh, oh fucking kill you. They're just the gut reaction in that was immense i was like oh man i am not okay yeah the the best part about that as well is the guy who does class performance ben star i watched him stream the demo with easy allies he is the fucking coolest chillest dude and good god apparently yeah he's just fans of like easy allies yeah, he was like yeah. he's popped up on kind of funny yeah in the last day as well he's like, also a massive just final fantasy fan yeah, like his yeah, first one he played was eight yeah he was saying well, how much he this. loves like 10 as well and shit yeah like that and um i love god. that yeah and no i just i love it i saw saw some interview stuff so he had an interview with uh yoshi p the director and um also with koji fox uh, acting as the translator and they were talking about like uh, Yoshi P sort of turned to him and went, if you had to describe Clive in one word, what would how would you describe him? And he thought about it for a second and he goes, love. Like, he is a character full, full of love and passion and he cares about people and, you know, everything he does, he does it out of love. It isn't necessarily nice, it isn't necessarily great, but he does these because he feels like it's the best way to demonstrate the love that he has for other people. And... Yoshi P sort of sat there for a moment and was like, shit, that's a really good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, he seems really cool. Uh, all the performances were great. But yeah, so that's, I'll, I'll let us wrap on. Is there, does anyone want to say anything else before we move on from from trauma, the the, the cutscene? Um, um, just in general about the demo? or No, 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 that little bit, that, that bit of the end. I mean... Yeah, like I said, I think it might be the first demo to actually maybe tear up a little bit, and it, like it give me that that sense of like going through those emotions that like Clive is going through, mm. and then me as an audience member is going through of like yeah. you know when he says that I'll fucking kill you. It's just like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. like he's I'm gonna do that. His voice like breaks it just the right. It's yeah, just perfect. Yeah. Exactly. It's like oh god, I felt that. Yeah, <laughs> and just before we do move on, I just want to say also the moment where you see. Uh, their dad get his head 
Oh, yeah, of course. Oh. Like, holy shit, that was disgusting. And again, that was a show. That wasn't a, a show moment. That was a... Yeah. You, the implication is there. You see the implication. Yeah. And that's obviously the, the moment that triggers Joshua's transformation into Phoenix. Yeah, into Phoenix, like, yeah. Holy and, fuck. And then he yeah. burns everyone around him. And then yeah. when oh, Clive so starts great. transforming and he burns the other guy. The, like the, the training guy. Yeah, yeah. like everyone's oh. just fucking cremated around here. Jesus, this is mental. They've just detonated a nuke, essentially. Yeah. Like a small bomb. Yeah. Like just... just a mini nuke. Uh, like, it... <sighs> yeah, he. I mean, it's, it, it's his dad got fucking Ned Stark. Like it it, oh, they, yeah. they fully did the Ned Stark thing, and again, it is like it doesn't feel cheap. No, like no, I don't no, know. No. It no. it feels earned. Like mm. it, like they've they've done the legwork in the two hours and two and a bit hours I played of this demo. They've done the legwork, and it yes. makes yeah. sense, and it feels right. Yeah, and, and yes, it is like Game of Thrones, but that's not a. I'm like oh, it's just like Game of Thrones. It's not. It's like no, it's still invoking those same emotions that I had at parts in that series that, mm. I, that I enjoyed so much. So, yeah, fucking hats off. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, feel, it felt like they set the pieces up, like they set up the dominoes just to knock them down. Like yeah, they did so really, really nicely and a really good pace. You know, they they show the bonds, they show the relationships, they show a little bit of world building at the right time, just everything falls into place quite naturally. And then it's like, okay, now that you've got an understanding of this, it's all fucked. Everybody's (laughs) dead. Yep. Yeah. Everyone's, and if they're not dead, they're miserable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like me. (laughs) Once it ended and the logo flashed up, I was like, you're going to end here, aren't you? Yeah. Did I'm like, no, I want to keep going. Yeah, well, luckily, was... luckily I can in a week, but I want to keep going right now. But yeah. also, too, luckily in the demo you can do. I have, yeah, I haven't well. gone back and done that yet. Actually, I, I, I haven't yet no. either. Oh, I really? I kind of want to wait because have... it sounds exciting. But I've uh, seen yep. the combat director, uh, our good friend from Devil May Cry Five. Um, I've seen <gasps> some clips of him doing uh, these little trials, and. I mean, obviously, he's the combat director for these games. Like, obviously, he knows what the hell he's doing. But it is so damn stylish and flashy and just cool as shit. He'll, like, I- parry a massive attack and then he'll, like, do a, a perfect dodge at, like, the last frame, get in a, like, triple combo counter and break them and then continue on the combo. And you're like... It's Bruh. funny because... It's funny because, like... I did like the the actual demo on like the setting where it's like not assisted, like the the normal normal, normal mode or whatever it is not not story. Best mode. historian is normal. Great name for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I I did it on that, and so when I did the demo, it sort of I know it put the talismans on for me. So you know you get the the, the did talismans. You, are you sure you picked that one then? Oh, maybe because like. Because for talismans, if they're in both difficulties... Yes. So, but when I went into the other thing, it was like, yep, we've put the... They were auto, automatically auto-equipped. Hmm. Um, And so I got to do, like, the dodging with the basic... It, it, it treats dodging like those cinematic yeah. things. Yeah. But it doesn't feel... Again, it doesn't feel cheap. It doesn't feel like I'm going, oh, cool, I'm, I'm missing out on... Obviously, I you know I'm probably going to try and do it without it, but it still felt 
like it gives you just the right amount of time that you can still fuck it up, but like it's not. Yeah, you've got a little bit of time to think about it. So I, I like I really like that. I, um, man, the fucking. I was like, I gotta do it. I'm gonna go check it out because I didn't. I didn't know. Others weren't doing that, so I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it, so we can talk about it on the show." But yeah, like, no. <laughs> I won't say anything else. But like, about what happens, it's like things, but... I've seen a couple of flashes of what the other abilities look like, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, I, you know what? I will feast upon them next Thursday, my friends." They, God. they each have their own like mini games, essentially. Like, it's it's fucking awesome. Like, it's this this is actually a good time as any to talk about the combat, I guess. But I do want to mm. say. The accessories thing, I kind of wish they were just options in a menu. Yeah, yeah. It's as it's like it may as well have been. It's taking up slots of like yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, later on the game, which I guess they're probably they're, they're essentially training wheels, so that when you do start getting an influx of other items they, and stuff, you can take them off. But they shouldn't be just training wheels. Though. No, sure. Accessi- yeah. it's accessibility. It's like a very yeah, good that's point, the actually. thing. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of people talk about it from an accessibility point of view that it's not yeah. great, which I do fully agree with. I do think that it should just be an option under you yeah. know accessibility or even under difficulty, and you just say you know auto evade. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Something like that would be, I feel like, a lot more accommodating because then you can still create a build that you want to create using exactly. your other accessory slots. You know, and that's, that, that's such a difference for people. But And I mean, the gear is already pretty scaled back. Like, mm. it is... I like, mean, yeah, you got a weapon, you got a... You got your... Do you have two defense slots? I think it's it's like a, it's like a wrist one and a yeah, general one. Like, yeah. yeah, and, and then, then also a belt. Accessories. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you guys read the description for the belt? I actually didn't know. <laughs> so I read the description for the belt, and you can blame Final Fantasy XIV for this sort of shit. Uh, because I was like, there's going to be some sort of like dorky comment in there. And sure enough, it was like, you know, a defensive belt worn by the Rosarian soldiers, but doesn't offer that much defense. It's more often used just for keeping trousers up. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, cool. that, there we go. That That was a Koji moment. I was like, Koji, you bastard. There it is. Yep. Love you. But let's talk about this combat. Because it felt it felt good straight out the gate in that oh, yeah. little training area. But obviously once you get to the goblins is where you really start to get to use it. And it just feels really good. It does. Like every little bit of it, like attacking, the dodging, the magic, the the, the combos. The, the Phoenix Rush as yeah, well. Phoenix yeah, Phoenix Rush so good. Like because it's like you have you have like a dodge dash and then you have that like direct aggressive dash with the phoenix dash. It's so good. And like training into an attack is fun. Yeah. Oh god. Attacking Dude. right out of it feels so good. Yeah. I do it's... have to say though, it was throwing me off because I kept pressing circle to try and dodge. Me too. Me and too. so I just kept dashing into every fucking attack and I'm like, for fuck's sake, R <laughs> pressing fucking R1 to dodge doesn't make sense to my brain. No, I've, I've played too many other action games to to relook because R one is attack. Yeah, there's an attack button. It, yeah. yeah, it's like it's a light attack and a heavy attack on R two. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Um, circle is dodge, not dash forward. That should be exactly, square. Exactly. Or... <laughs> it's, <sighs> man, like, it's like like the combat was the thing that since we first saw that trailer that introduced the fact that it was going to be like it's an action RPG. It is an like, action, it is an action so RPG. Oh yeah. You know, it still has that 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 Final Fantasy flavor to it, mm, especially I'm with like things like summons and spells and things like that. When you still you see the text pop up on the screen, you're like, "Oh, okay, cool." Like, um, I, I do like that little touch, but that was the thing that sold me. I was like, 
oh, I'm gonna play this game. It looks so sick. I was already in like like to whatever this was gonna be after playing Seven Remake because I and, and like finishing that and going, you know what? As someone who is like a a very super duper, uber duper duper casual fan <laughs> of Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy Seven, like like the the most casual of casual fans, um. I thoroughly enjoyed it and it was because like the combat felt a little bit more engaging and it felt a little bit more this is different still because this is just an action RPG but I fucking love the combat in 7 Remakes so much it, the, <laughs> 7 Remakes combat is fucking it's so good it's, it is just, it's so good so high quality <laughs> yeah but like this as an action RPG like is and I mean yeah again you've got the guy the you guy the DMC guy yeah. you've got the DMC yeah. guy so DMC like guy. of course it's gonna be fucking we, I mean, Sick I'm assuming fun. we all played Devil May Cry Five, right? I, I played actually enough have of it. Yeah, I have, okay. I haven't. The co- that game is fucking cool as shit to play. Mm. Every, yeah. Everything you do is rad. It's amazing. I played about four or five hours of it, and it was just like, "Ask is good game." The last boss fight in that game, oh, so fu- so much fun. So anime, so much fun. Well, that's the thing. Like, it, it feels like there are so many moments that feel like that it, with the um, what's the thing you fight? At the end of the goblin area. Oh, the Mal the Malboro. No, the Malboro. Not, is it because they've changed the name, haven't they? Because it used to be called Malboros, but now it's a Mar Marlob or something. Marble. Marble. Mar- 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 I, I keep wanting to say Moblin, but it's Marble. not Moblin. It's Marble. Is it a Marble? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. 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 um, they used to be Malboros, but I think they, they changed the name a few games ago. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. So the association with the cigarette brand. The cigarettes. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah. So the the Marbles. The Can normal I, fight is. I'm gonna interrupt you again. The fist pump I did when that thing came out of the fucking water. It's, oh, <laughs> it's like you fucking. I mean, they're like, stay away from us, breath. I'm like, no fucking shit, Sherlock. This <laughs> ain't my first Final Fantasy. <laughs> Fuck bad breath and everything it does to my party every time I fight one of these things. It's like I, the the cinematic moments. So like we're talking about the combat. Like it's those cinematic like they're quick time events basically. But yeah, they, they, they call yeah. them like cinematic. Like cinematic evade and cinematic attack and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, they're quick time events and they're not very they're not hard to pull off. No, but they fucking feel good. They and do. They are so rewarding. And this, like they use, I would say, is pretty spare. Like they use a bit more in the in the mobile fight, but they're sparingly used for the most part. Like they use it in the, in the mobile fight, I guess, to like trigger the. Stagger phase, which again, yeah. like, I'm so glad that Stagger's back. Stagger's been around for a while now, but I really like it as an inclusion. It's mm. yeah, the- yeah, feels feels good to pull off. And that's the thing as well. It's like with the cinematic strikes, is that it felt like it belonged not not as a quick time event, but as like a hey, here's a moment where you get to feel fucking cool. Yeah, and that, absolutely. That was great, and I do think yes, they, they were used more in the in the um, uh, in the fight in the mobile fight because I think that's they're trying to introduce you to it and you know get you into the rhythm of it because they also introduced the cinematic evade, which yeah was also super fucking cool. And again, yes. both of these are you just press the same same damn button that you press to attack and evade as normal anyway, which is so nice because you're not sat there going like oh. Got to wait for it to flash up on screen and have to quickly react to whatever random button it's decided. Oh, it's L3 this time. No. The same two buttons every goddamn time, and I love that. 
it's color coded too, so mm. you don't even have to wait for the timer to pop up. Really, oh, you see the color and you're like, you cool. see the color, then a flash, and you go, "All right, cool. I know what button I'm pressing. You can do it straight away." Yeah. So I was me- I was messing around with that to see how quickly I could press that button after seeing what type of strike I was going to be using. Yeah. Um, and it was like, "All right, cool," and it's it's pretty like bang on there was a time where the timer didn't even pop up and it just went it just went flash bang next to the the next part of the scene i'm like that felt so good like that's and it's cool. pressing one button yeah i just i'm imagining how insane this game's gonna look towards the end of it and i, mm. I cannot i cannot wait yeah and uh <sighs> i guess sort of as a hint towards that we spoke about it very briefly before but that dragoon fight is nuts I it's so loved cool. that so damn much because fighting fighting a morble is one thing. You know, fighting some goblins and a morble, that's fun. That's a fun little JRPG opener, you know, very cliche, very fun, very, you know, to the letter with a nice spin on it. And I, I very much enjoyed that. But then fighting a dragoon, such an iconic Final Fantasy class job, it just, it felt amazing because you're like oh shit this guy means business i'm not i'm not fucking around in the kiddie pool anymore like this is a guy that he's going to skewer me and turn me into a shish kebab if i fuck this up and it felt so good to take him down loved it um i will always love fighting a dragoon just because anytime they use leap like i specifically came to 14 for heaven's ward when dragoons were there i'm like i'm going to be a dragoon <laughs> everyone's gonna hate me i assume i don't know if they're a popular class in 14 but i'm gonna be a fucking edgelord dragoon and you can't fucking stop me <laughs> dragoons are pretty popular in final fantasy 14 but there is a running joke that they die a lot so often they That's... get made fun of for that, that tracks i died a lot <laughs> mostly because i mess up my rotations but whatever i'm a squad yeah. forgive me yeah. Um, but yeah, the, dra- the dragoon fight was so cool. I I just love dragoons so much. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Well, I'm like, the, oh. the armor looked amazing, and like the, yep. the spear that you had as well looked really cool. The, and the animations, yeah. Like, the way everything. the way he's introduced and he's just standing on top of a fucking spire, and the moon's in the background, and your HP bar appears on the top left. I'm like, fuck, that looks so cool. Like that. This is some fucking. It's some fucking platinum game shit right here. Yeah. Like, and that's, I'm so here for it. But that's the thing as well. Like, imagine looking at a screenshot of that and not going, "This is so, this is so Final Fantasy." The people that sit yeah. there and are like, "No, this isn't Final Fantasy." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Look at this shit!" Great. You, you fight. You fight a dragoon. Your first base enemies you kill are goblins, like in Final Fantasy One, and you fight a morble. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. What yeah. else? Do, there are chocobos everywhere. Yeah, yeah they're fucking chocobos everywhere. One gets fucking clocked in the face. And yeah. Then yeah, and then, she, and then she runs away and you're like, that is... Which means a, not incinerated. Exactly. Not and incinerated. I was like, yeah. that is a good chocobo. He's, he specifically says, Clive specifically says, like... Get, him, get her out of here. Take her, her, get her, yeah. Ambrosia, I think it is. Yeah, I think it was Ambrosia. Ambrosia, yeah, Something I think like so, that, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, um, I will say, without giving anything away about the other part of the demo, like, fucking the shit... That that game is, th- and it was a, it, it it does specifically mention that it is like slightly different to how things will play out. Yeah. In the actual game, it is like a crafted thing to sort of just be like, have everything like, or have a whole bunch of shit that you oh, can fuck around with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And, but man, like, it was a lot going from, it was like going from like zero to a hundred in like two seconds. <laughs> but like, once I sort of started settling into it and I feel like having that slow increase as like playing the actual game itself, where it's slowly introducing you and giving you more things to play with until you are at that point and not just being like, ah, go surprise. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be really, really good because once I started settling into it and feeling uh, how things could flow, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. This is yeah. fun. Uh, so I think we know we have to wrap up this 16 talk because yeah. it, is, it is dominating <laughs> the episode. Yeah. Uh, two more things. Obviously, we've praised it a lot, but I want to once again reiterate what a fucking soundtrack. Yeah. Like, uh. I love it. Jesus Christ. This thing, like when this is added to my spot, added to Spotify, it's getting some serious listening done like mm-hmm. way this year. No doubt. It's just got some like, it's got some real like from software vibes at, at points. Like it has some like souls born, like I just mean, that epic choral, like male orchestra. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and just coming out of nowhere, like just like punching oh, you yeah. in the face. Yeah. And that's Sonically. the thing. It, it, Soken is a master. I haven't even played that much 14 and I know that already. Like, yeah, right. he, he is incredible at what he does. Just, like, making the music... Like, the music never feels like it's overpowering what's happening at any given point. It just no. feels perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it. And that's, I think, one thing that Soken does fantastically. And I've seen, obviously, some, some, some of the interviews and stuff that have shown up on Twitter where he was being interviewed about, like, the soundtrack and stuff like that. And he's like, no, for all of the icons I wanted to make you know, grand orchestral, powerful feeling music. Apart from one apart from one icon where I just had to do my own thing and I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And when players listen to it, they'll know exactly what it is. Fucking Titan, I'm gonna tell you that now. It's gonna be <laughs> Titan. Titan's gonna have a fucking hard rock song for his Almost background so. music. Like guaranteed. Yes. So so that's actually I don't know maybe I've maybe I might have to throw some names to you, Joel. But um, I want to ask you, Simon, which, I mean, I get, without, I guess just guess if they're in the game or not. What icon are you most excited to fucking, to, to throw hands with? I, I know that he's in the game, so I guess spoiler, okay. but I get, it was no, also okay. shown in one of the trailers. If, if you're in trailers, the only reason I'm saying that is like, maybe you want to fight one who hasn't been shown yet. Yeah, no, it, based off of what we've seen in trailers and um, yeah, look, I, Bahamut, because yeah, Bahamut has so... That's probably my... He's so important to 14 and like just how much destruction he wreaks upon the realm. And like, it's just so cool. Like such a cool thing. And I'm like, he's like the final fantasy summon as well. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I want to smack him down. I'm going to punch that dragon in the face. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's, that's the thing. Like it's the one that I know too. And yeah, like, of course. It's a fucking Although, sick dragon. Shout out, though, because I, I fucking am keen to... F- it looks like Odin's in there. And yep, uh, Odin. That, that, that'll be fun. That will be That will be very cool. Um, also, Garuda. She yes. looks awesome in more ways than one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm ready for it. Like, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Like, it's less than a week. It's not fair. I want to play it right now. I just want to play it. It's not... Give it to me, Square Enix. Uh, Some people have it already. I mm. know. But, look, I guess that is all we'll talk about for now, considering that we will get the full game, and we're probably going to talk even more about it, possibly to a, a point where it might become unbearable. <laughs> um, 
but I apologize for nothing. Yeah, we made this podcast, so guess what? Yeah, it's our show. (laughs) We do what we want. This is our soapbox. Okay, that's fine. We spent like the first third of our entire run of episodes. Just every episode was talking about Persona. It's fine. So and, and like we we did our when we did our FF seven remake spoiler episode that was like three and a half hours long. Yeah, so. yeah. It's like you, you kind of know what you're getting when you come to us for this. This may even like when we get around to full spoilers on this game that will probably equal it if not surpass it. Yeah. Mm. And then rebirth is next year. I've already. I don't know how we're going to do that. Uh, but. That's a future discussion for the future. For now, I'm going to take us into a... a, a let's make this a lightning round. Yep. A lightning round, dope or nope. Dope or nope. So dope or nope is, of course, our news game where we bring stories, we dope them, we talk about them, we nope them, we shoot them into the sun. Uh, as part of like wrapping up Summer Game Fest... Obviously, there's too many events to keep track of. There's too many. Mm-hmm. So we pick. We've covered. Last week we did the kickoff, which was great, yeah. and we talked about Volvi and Devolver. And yeah, on, fuck yeah, Volvi. We touched on Microsoft <laughs> at um, on Story Mode. On Story Mode. Yeah. So uh, it's only fair that we touch on Ubisoft here. Yeah. Now, Lightning Round's going to work really well for this one, I think. Mm. <laughs> because. There's like two things I want to talk about, really. Yeah. One of them, obviously, Joel want, cannot wait to talk about Avatar, but let's wait and see if it gets doped first, Joel. Okay? <laughs> Just give us a second. Calm down. We're going to get to it. Do I need to fall off my chair again? Because I fuck... I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll fucking do it. First up was Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Nope. Dope. Dope. <laughs> oh, b- go talk all about it. Talk about this amazing piece of video game. Like, <laughs> the, look at uh, this stunning fucking, like, mind-blowing next-level game <laughs> that looks so fucking boring. Yeah, um, look, <sighs> jokes aside, this looks pretty bland. It's and, just, <laughs> honestly, I, first of all, I wanted that Joel reaction. Yes. But yeah, secondly, yeah. Like, I don't know what I expected from an Avatar game, but somehow when I was watching this, I was like, yeah, that's about what I expected. Mm. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, again, all jokes aside, that's, yeah, same thing. I was just like, yep, that's like, looks a bit, looks a bit far cryish in some parts. And it's invoking the same emotions that I feel when I see a trailer for any of the movies. Like, it's just like, okay, cool. That's okay. fine. We know how you really feel about the way of water. <laughs> I, I'm glad I was James able to Cameron's like sort of Magnum get... Opus. Yeah. I'm glad you guys let me sort of get a little bit off my chest because usually it's Jesse just being so fucking relentless and not letting me live it down. So he's got the one joke that he must cling on to. Of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you, Jesse. <laughs> Year's not over yet, Joel. Year's oh, not over yet. God. Game's not out yet. Comes out this December, so there's still time for Joel to catch up and uh, dig into this game later in the year. That'll be exciting. Don't hold your breath. Don't <laughs> hold your breath. Um, next up was X Defiance, which is a nope from me. Nope, because also I have no idea what the fuck it even is. It's a, it was a, it's a first-person multiplayer competitive shooter. So like, you I, know. Look, it was like a lot of people were like, "It's a bit of a joke." But when the open when the the closed beta happened, everyone was like, "Actually, this is pretty fucking good." <laughs> so for the people that are excited about it, I'm happy for that. But yeah, it's a nope from me. Uh, next up was a, 
a bit of a bit of a better better look at Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown, which any other presentation would have been a dope, but because of how they showed it off, it is an infuriating nope from me because I just wanted to watch the game, but I couldn't because yeah. they would not cut to the direct feed, and I'm like, why are you doing this? Are you hiding something? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> probably. I'm gonna dope. I'm gonna dope it because right. it looks fucking great. Like, uh, uh, yeah. That's... I'm gonna I'm gonna dope it on the okay. basis, uh, like just on the basis that it looks pretty looks cool. Like, although like... I do I do have concerns. Why is the prince shirtless and then has two swords strapped to his back without full scabbards? Because, buddy, you were just asking. To get stabbed in the back by yourself. It's like, just a little because he looks cool. That's yeah. why. But health and safety ma- are gonna have a fucking field day with this guy. He he's a mad snake. That's why. <laughs> he, don't, he don't care about rules and yeah. Now nah, I'm into it. Like this looks great. And I mean, again, we talk about things that are clearly being influenced by other things. Like it's pretty clear the developers may have taken more than one or two cues from a certain. Game, beloved game, game of the year yeah from game from of the year, year from 2021 metroid dread 2021 yeah fuck it wasn't even last year it wasn't before. last year last year's no, game no. of the year was elden ring um it was yeah um i've had a good run yeah god it's unfair it. this year it'll be, it'll be probably 16 or tears of the kingdom another good year for me yeah yeah cool i'll be over here just being like i really liked hi-fi rush um <laughs> uh yeah so it, it, it does have like a bit of a like a uh dread feel to it well, even as we as we brought up i think like it, there's a bit of ori in some of the combat as well i feel yes. like just because mm. like the way that some of the range stuff worked and the movement worked i was like oh that kind of reminds me of ori and the will of the wisps another amazing video game in the scale of the boss fights as well i think very much like ori as well it seems like you know david goliath kind of like scale yeah um, and dread did have that for sure but um this looks like it'll have sort of similar cinematic moments like dread did yes yeah yeah, yeah. Like where the camera you get real close with this boss and and there's like some a, real damage there's like a melee counter as well yeah. that's yeah. like pretty pretty similar as well but yeah i'm i'm excited for this i think it's gonna be really fun tell you, tell you what um you know the meme of um <laughs> of riley reed that goes around oh you would basically it's that but this is making me want to play metroid dread again uh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I really, like at any point i want to play it anyway but like i really want to i really want to play it again it's a very good video game it is incredible yeah coming out in january so it's not too far away um but yeah so i showed off um some narrative stuff some platforming it's just it's being described as semi-open world so i guess we'll see what that means metroidvania that's i guess like that's imagine if that's for, that's what we have to settle on for a genre name like it's semi-open world semi-open world <laughs> yeah i'd rather what did nintendo call it? they call it a search action game i think is what they search action, search game. action. yeah right. that was it, it was... it's a sag a sag <laughs> oh god it's a sag oh, yeah. i hate that what is it jrpg rpg fps no it's a sag it's a sag, it's a sag. It's playing into a sag fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, next up was Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix, a concept that I am doping, but this presentation for it is such a massive nope. I mean, uh, yeah. I respect a... the energy, but I was, it was like six in the morning. I'm like, what's happening? It's a dope from me. Um, Ari, I can't remember his name, Ari Asta. No, yeah. 
Yeah. Not Zara Aster, is it? That's the guy who no, does... No, it's, um... it's Ari... Ah, oh, fucking... Uh, Adi Shankar, sorry. Adi He's Shankar, been on kind, yeah. of, kind of funny a couple of times as well. Uh, dope for me okay. as well. Yeah, I mean, look, I've got nothing really to sort of judge it against, so I'm going to say dope purely because of the fact that it is Adi Shankar producing yeah. it. So fair. I have full I love faith. Castlevania. Yeah, exactly. Castlevania. Yeah. It's so fucking hard. Yeah, it rips. He's it such rips. a. He's. Uh, I just think Shankar is such a, a strange, <laughs> strange man. But I, uh, I really dig him. I, I, I love the fact that he just committed this. I also, fucking love Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. Yeah, Blood Dragon is so good. Excellent. It's probably the best. No, Far Cry Three is probably the best one. But Farquhar, Blood but, Dragon, uh, I liked more. But like, it's, it's part of it Far is, Cry Three, so is, it's yes. the same thing. Like, it but is. yeah, Blood Dragon's so fucking good. Uh, and this is like a, 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 a like a, a mishmash of all like Ubisoft. Not just Ubisoft, because this article points out Mega Man reference. So it, there was too. Yeah, so it's gonna be like a bunch of video games being mm. referenced, which will be fun. I, I have a feeling. I think I saw someone referencing the fact that Master Chief was in there somewhere as well. Maybe it wasn't surprise sure. me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for this. It's it's gonna be really cool. Good news for you, Joel. It's coming to Netflix this year at some point. No I'll, idea when. But. I'll absolutely watch this. Yeah. This will be fun. Next up, we looked at the Division Resurgence, which is a nope from me. Nope. Yeah, nope. Look, I love Division 2. I don't want to play it on the mobile. Yeah. It's not where I want to play my Division. No. Nah. I, I care not for Division at all, in general. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, next up was Skull and Bones, which... Uh, can this game just fuck off already? Good it's news, a- it's getting a beta. This year, cool. A closed another closed beta. Yeah, it's a skull and crossbones for me, which is a The shanty was cool, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if they're gonna like lead from the shanty into something else." No, that's it. Mm. It's just a shanty. That's it. All right. Mm. Also, I guess I'm not you... gonna lie. I feel like the shanty was really fucking clunky in some places. <laughs> I was like, "This is just awkward." I'm it sorry. Did, like they're kind of like we're pirates, so we have to do it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing as well, because obviously it's showing off some gameplay. Well, it's not even yeah. gameplay trailer; it's just tr- a trailer in the background. <coughs> and there was some parts of it I was like, "This just looks awful. It's so boring." Yeah, like what's that? This... You've gone past another ship. You've both fired your cannons, and yet you've sailed away entirely unscathed. Nah, I know we noped it, but I feel like I complained about this game too much already, so I should move on. <laughs> but like this game is like, how is this not out yet? What are you doing? Yeah. What is happening? Rumors going around that uh, Ubisoft have spent $120 million on this game already. It's, I believe it, the amount of marketing I've seen for this yeah. fucking game and for how long it's been in development. And yet, we couldn't just get beyond Good and Evil 2. No, nah, apparently yep. not. Apparently not. But we'll get the fucking pirate game. Anyway, next up was a Roller Champions crossover with Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio was a dope. I don't play Roller Champions, so this is a nope. It's a nope for me. I'm Fully still agree. looking forward to Bombfunk Cyber Rush. Yep. Coming out soon. Yeah, absolutely. Next up was skateboarding coming to Riders Republic. Why was it not in there to begin with? Like, I feel I... like that's one of the quintessential board riding sports. Like, it's. I yeah. Know, just seemed weird. I was like, was this not in the fucking game already? What a weird choice. Nope. Yeah, nope. And uh, no, the the concept of Riders Republic is very cool, but I just don't have the time to to sink into it. I did play the open beta for it; it was a lot of fun. But 
Well, speaking of things you don't have time to spend time into, next and up was played open betas for the yeah. Crew Motorfest, which is a nope for me as well. But uh, look, it's a dope for me because I'm curious about it. This seems to be like Ubisoft wanting to make a Forza Horizon game. Um, it which... seems explicitly like they're trying to make a Forza Horizon oh, yeah. game. Yeah. It's like the full festival vibe. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Like, I, I could be in for this. Um, also, I see like the the roads that look like loops. I'm like, can I drive up those? <laughs> I want to do that. You didn't let Simon save was dope or nope? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say nope purely on the premise of the fact that the crew two seemed so promising and was just shit. I just that's true. All right, I, I'm gonna need everyone who listened to this episode to just ignore what Joel just said because that's no longer canon. <laughs> Off. We've talked about it's not a shit canon event. It's not a canon not, event. Not a canon. Not a canon event. <laughs> Fucking god damn it! It's coming out September fourteenth. Next up was Assassin's Creed Nexus VR, which nope. I was nope. open to, but when I saw it, it was just like the three characters. I was just like, nope. No, I I've made a conscious decision now that anything Assassin's Creed, I just don't care about now. Yeah, I've like I've, I've gotten to that point in my life where I was like, I don't have time to try and pretend like I care about this now. And, and I'm excited for the people who do. That's great. But And yeah. also playing a fucking Assassin's Creed game in VR is gonna make me <laughs> fucking sick. I'm sorry. Yeah. It just straight up is. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Alright then. Next up was more Assassin's Creed. We got another look at well, not really a new look, but we found out about a closed beta for Assassin's Creed code name Jade, which is a nope for me, because I don't want to play an Assassin's Creed on my damn phone, Ubisoft. Uh, nope for uh, see above like <laughs> uh, nope for as above and also free to play mobile yeah, mm, free nah. to play <laughs> can already alarm bells going off yeah and it's ubisoft like come on yeah well next up is probably gonna get noped anyway but it's assassin's creed mirage which i as much i, I know i know where the world is at with assassin's creed but that's why i think this one looks like it could be dope but i'm not gonna make anyone talk about it I mean, it's a note for me, but if you want to talk about it... I, don't, I mean, I don't have much to say. What do you think, Simon? It's a it's a note for me, but also I'm very much done with the Assassin's Creed franchise. Yeah, it's fair. Like, so Look, much. I won't say much. It's just... it's What is funny, and it was funny when they first revealed it, it's just funny to see them selling all these ideas. Like, it's like, yeah, so we want you to focus on sneaking and, like, taking out your opponent's quiet. I'm like, oh, like an assassin yeah. in an Assassin's Creed, Creed game. Yeah. What? Unheard of. You assassinate people in Assassin's Creed? What, what the fuck? Yeah. They're talking about how they don't want um Basim to feel like too, you know, he's not really focused on close range melee combat. I'm like, yeah, because he's an assassin. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I'm no excited way. for the game. I think it looks cool, but like, it's it's so funny to me seeing him sell it on stuff. It's like, yeah, that's Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my fault you started making games that were called Assassin's Creed, but were actually just The Witcher. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> I, I love that they have to start trying to outmarket themselves. Like well, yeah, they've, just, they've, they've created this problem for themselves. Yeah, exactly. They're, now they're trying to market around. They yeah. back themselves into a corner because Ubisoft are notorious trend chasers. So of course, when every oh. game was going open world and trying to reinvent the open world wheel because open world games were selling, uh, they obviously followed suit and were like, "No, we've got to do the same thing with Assassin's Creed because it's our number one IP." And then they fucked it because, of course, they fucked it because it's Ubisoft. And now they've gone, well, shit, how do we unfuck this now? Because no one wants open world games anymore because everyone's tired of open world games unless they're fucking Zelda. So, unless they like reinvent the genre, yeah. which Ubisoft never does. Ubisoft are, I think, literally incapable of. 
All right. No. I'm sure there's plenty of wonderful, clever, talented, fantastic developers in Ubisoft's ranks. However, we know for a fact that their management is beyond fucked. And yes. there's no chance in hell of any of that ever getting fixed because Yves Guimau is insane. The man's a fucking ghoul. Like, uh, that seen that smug motherfucker sitting in the front oh. row of this whole presentation and they kept cutting to him smiling and clapping along. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Where was the assassin then? Yeah, yeah, right. That would have that would have been a fucking reveal. Could you imagine? Just fucking <laughs> oh, assassinating. Man. I would I would have applauded. I would have been applauded. like, you know what? You know what? I've misjudged Assassin's Creed. I'm back in. Like, <laughs> I'm, so I'm gonna pre-order a Mirage right now. <laughs> yep. Who's next? And Andrew gonna... Wilson. Fuck yes. I'm, yeah. oh, I'm signing up for the open beta to Codename J. He's like, I'll play this on my phone. Whatever you want me to do. I just I miss I miss UB Originals, I guess. I don't know. Whatever whatever because I never I mean not I think it was UbiArt or something, whatever yeah, it was. UbiArt. When they look, yeah. took swings on smaller games. Like yeah. at least EA still does that. Yeah. But yeah. Ubisoft's like, nah, yeah. fuck that shit. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Last up was Star Wars Outlaws. <gasps> fuck dope. I, I look after all the shit we've been saying about Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking excited about this game. I'm. I'm are saying. You, are you fucking kidding me? I'm saying dope because I feel like if I don't, Joel is gonna explode. It's Considering fine. we always drag him over the coals for Avatar, I think we can. I can dope Outlaws through for him. Well, I mean, I always, I also get dragged over the coals for fucking Star Wars as well. So I, yeah, like, look, I was gonna, I was gonna let Sleeping Dogs lie there for you, man. Yeah, fine. I mean, me too. I'm just gonna address the elephant in the room here. It's fine. Um, <laughs> now, I'm really excited about this because I, ever since I heard that uh, Massive uh, Ubisoft Massive were working on a Star Wars game, I'm like, oh, because your mind immediately goes to. Division, but Star Wars, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that sounds great!" Like, I, I would like to play that. But what is a rare moment of good thinking from Ubisoft, mm-hmm. where they're like, "Should we enter the Destiny market with a second inferior product?" The answer was obviously no, and mm-hmm. they haven't done it. So I have to say, congratulations. Yeah, they've gone. They've gone with this one. Um, I mean, a lot of people were comparing to this, but and I kind of tend to agree. Like, it, it's got a real like Red Dead Redemption vibe to it, um, but with Star Wars, and it's got fucking space battles, and it's got speeder bikes, it's got CD underworld shit. There's not a fucking lightsaber or a Skywalker to be found. <laughs> there fucking, is a Palpatine. The, you just don't know it yet. That's fine. Fucking it's bed. Okay. It's um. Isn't it? It's set between uh, um, Empire and Jedi, isn't it? So mm, the yeah. Jedi is. I guess there's not many of them. So there you go. That's it. Like unless you, unless like the character explicitly goes to one of those events or locations. I mean, look, I'm expecting them Just to show don't. up probably at one point because they kind of have to. But I also kind of hope they don't and they yeah. just go. I mean, fingers crossed they don't. Well, it'd be awesome just to have this like awesome gr- gritty outlaws like. I don't know, there's something about this side of Star Wars that is so much more fascinating. And it, yes, I'm aware, I need to finish watching Andor. You do! Oh, it's I'm fucking aware of that. It is the best Star Wars thing in recent memory. But that's, um, the, that's the thing, though, with Star Star Wars like in general as an IP. Obviously, like it was meant to be this cool space opera, and it was meant to be a little bit dorky. And obviously, it took off the way it did, and it took off with the right demographic to sell shittily made merchandise too because people want to own things and mm-hmm. so yeah cool now then you can obviously see that shift 
in episode six as it uh, well look there's you know little teddy bears now yeah cool we can sell a million of those it, it takes that diversion to being for younger kids and selling toys and merch and that's obviously its focus so oh you've got the iconic skywalkers and you've got palpatine a million times over fuck it yeah why not cool but there's so much more to it because they're like no it's a gritty dark cool edgy world and then they never show any of that and i'm like this is this is your opportunity this is your opportunity to right the wrongs that Mm -hmm. are the fucking solo movie right like yeah this is this is your chance to make something fucking cool. Cause just um pull one out for that moment in solo when he gets the surname solo. Oh fuck it. Don't I, even I I <sighs> my soul left my body and I don't think it ever came back. <laughs> my eyes rolled so far back into my head, people thought I was a corpse. Like it was just <laughs> and I kind of wished to be a corpse at that point. <laughs> I was like, oh. I, I remember looking at my wife just being like, like, give me like, shaking my hand, give me like a look. It was like, can you fucking believe this shit? Like, it is like 20 minutes in the movie. Anyway, fucking Star Wars Outlaws. I'm, I, I'm still cautiously optimistic about it, but mm, I have that. a feeling this is going to be something kind of special and kind of fun. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this. I have faith in Ubisoft Massive. They made me care about fucking The Division 2 at, for a very long time. I mean, gameplay they did. I mean, yeah, like that's what I mean. Like they, they can make a. I just want to be very. I also want to be very clear about that because yeah, like, they can give me if they can give me a story in Division Two. I'm like, no, Joel, no, 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 no. If they can give me like fun gameplay that they're known for, and also a I cool did, gritty Star Wars. Story, I did start then, to yeah. see some shades of of division in there like when she was ordering her little animal companion oh, like absolutely oh, yeah, that's like when you send like the little things in division like the little ball 100%. droids neat uh i am looking forward to it but having just played jedi survivor i'm also i mean this comes out next year so when it's re shown again later in the year or like early next year maybe i'll get pumped but considering i just played jedi survivor and like halfway through that game was like oh i am done with this yes yeah. Seeing this, I was like, oh, I mean, okay, I worry because I know... I mean, they say open world locations, but when I hear open world and Ubisoft, I sweat. Yeah. I don't, they make some of the worst open worlds. <laughs> like, I, They have made some really good ones. I, I stand by the fact that Watch Dogs 2 is a fucking excellent video How game. long ago was that? That was a while ago. And how many Watch Dogs ago was that? <laughs> one. Yep, and how, yep. how did that Watch Dogs do? Not great. Okay. I'm just one of perspective there, and and but, again, also I'm pretty I'm pretty over Ubisoft in general. I've I've never been the biggest fan of their games, apart from maybe when they were doing Rayman. I was like, oh, hell yeah, Rayman, that, that's cool shit. Um, yeah, but you know, I was a kid, and yeah, I don't know. Given given everything else that goes on with Ubisoft, I'm never fully invested in anything they do. This could be something cool. But yeah. I don't think it's going to be for me either way. Even if it is something that is really cool. Yeah, look, Ubisoft, you can keep your fun, your one I, fun game to yourself. I, I guess if nothing else, we should probably look back upon Star Wars Battlefront 2 and say thank you. Yeah, true, true. 
because now the Star Wars license isn't just EA's. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. So we have opportunities like this. Like I think it's yeah. for so long. Like it's like oh, what what Star Wars games have we got coming up? Battlefront. What else? Battlefront Two. <laughs> Can I have a not Battlefront game? Like there's so much more in this universe. Not no. no shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. You play a Battlefield game, but it's Star Wars. Yeah, and it's like okay, that's fun great. for. That's fun for a little while, but exactly then, the fun wears off. Yeah, though. like whereas this, this I, I don't know, I just and the character of uh, K K V uh, K Vess seems kind of cool and like someone I kind of want to just go on an adventure with. Um, like the gunplay looks fun, like swapping in different blasts and that. Um, yeah, I, I do like some of the more again because I'm a sucker for like needlessly. I don't know how you would describe it. But when um she gets out of the um canteen or whatever, like gets away from that Imperial officer, the way the wanted screen flashes up, I was like, oh, fuck, that looks cool. The fuck it, yeah. So the style of this game too, it, it, this has the, the, the vibe uh, that yeah, speaks to me. And that moment in particular, I was, I was just like, like oh, ooh, oh I like that. yes, please. Yeah. I do... I I like I like what they're going for for wanted me to being the imperial logo, but I kind of wish it was a bit bigger or like somewhere else. Because I was watching with my housemate, and it was like, oh, I like what they're doing with the wanted me. And I'm like, where? Oh, that thing that looks like a loading like like a loading thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, you I didn't even see that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, they, point brilliant. Yeah, they might need to work on that. Yeah, then. yeah, that's something they can work on. Um, yeah, even like the the, the um the way that like. The locations uh, popped up in the um, like the UI as well. Like uh, th- that style looked really, really nice as well. I don't know. I just I, I have a feeling this is going to be a game that really speaks Look. to me, and it could suck. And I'm ready to be fucking heartbroken. And after talking on story mode uh, this week about about how I'm slightly more cynical about video games after Cyberpunk, mm. like I, I don't know. There's there's a, there's a part of me that wants to be excited for something Star Wars again. Yeah, um, that's it would fair. be nice. It would be a novel thing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and I think this is having having not played um, Jedi Survivor yet. Jedi, look, the thing with Jedi Survivor is it's good. Like I, I sound like I come, I, I am very harsh on that game. It is good, but that it, the reason it just feels like again, I know that this time you got no lightsabers, you've got a blaster and all that. But even some of the, the just the notes, I was like. I feel like I just sort of played, not this game, but... Something very similar. Something very similar. And again, it's coming out next year, so there's time for that to blow over. You know, I've played 16 and Baldur's Gate and all these other fucking... God, Baldur's Gate contenders. coming out this year as well, fuck. Yeah, it is. It's, it's <laughs> months away now. Um, and Spider-Man 2 and all that. Yeah, But shit. where I'm sitting right now when they revealed it, I was like, look, that looks neat. But I did just play Jedi Survivor. But I do, I have, I do have hope for this game. I do. I don't want to sound like I'm too negative about it, but it's just like that's the that's where my reservations are coming from. The fact that I just played a Star Wars game, and it was one that I was just like not super in love with. It's good. But but this one could be something special. I do agree because they're actually <laughs> taking a step. I mean, I know that the dream is to you know everyone loves swinging lightsabers, but sometimes I will always remember and be and curse that we never got Star Wars one three one three. And if this can get close to scratching that itch it's like that yes. or that shot from that one that never came out where they walked out of the cancer the fucking Amy, Amy Hennig, Hennig one, one yeah. yeah like yeah. yeah so between 13 and 13 and the Amy Hennig game that got cancelled like this feels like 
like payoff for all of that. And I know it's going to be a completely different game than maybe what those were, were going for, but like, it's just the vibe and the feeling of that. And also, this game has a fucking droid wearing like a duster coat. It does. It's like part of your crew. I'm like, Look, fuck yeah. Like, the thing I'm, a duster coat. The thing I'm most keen on is uh, Nyx, the little axolotl fellow. Yeah. Love him. I think he's adorable. Yep. The, the close-ups of her face for a while is like, what does that remind me of? And then I think at the end of the demo where she gives him the, like, the little purple thing and he bites her, I was like, oh, it reminds me of um, Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's been. That's what didn't annoy me all demo. <laughs> I was thinking about like the, the little Lumos from fucking the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. existence is meaningless. And, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was feeling about. Um, but yeah, so look. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Comes out next year, so there's still time for me to fully move on from Jedi Survivor, and we'll see where we're at next year. But Joel, I think that's an episode because I can still only think about Final Fantasy 16. So, yeah, I know, right? That's yeah. oh man. Next this this time next week. Uh when are we recording next week? We'll talk about <laughs> that next week. We'll figure <laughs> that. I kind of want to go early because otherwise Thursday or Friday has to be a podcast night. And it has to. It's meant to be a sixteen, Nigel. We can, we can, we can make that. I know. See what happens. Thursday's a raid night for me, so (laughs) sixteen night. Oh, I don't know. It depends how many people in the in the team are going to have. Just tell them it's a fourteen, guys. (laughs) Sixteen night. Come on. Um, and also, I don't know if I'm getting it at launch yet. We'll see. Um, I would like to, but I'm trying not to buy more games than I have time to play. But speaking of, I've got no segue here. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. Um, We really very much appreciate you being here. Uh, If you like what you've heard and you're relatively new around here, please tell people about us. Social media, you're just in person. Like right now, if you're an Australian resident, you could go across to the uh, very popular story mode social media account and maybe try to win a copy of final fantasy 16 exactly mm-hmm. yeah so we are a part of the story mode gaming network now and we love it here it's great it means we get to do lots more fun things with people like lemon yeah it's great <laughs> we have a lot of fun um we get to talk about a fucking two and a half hour demo for, for like, like an, an hour but yeah. yeah but the 16 portion of this podcast was half as long as that damn demo that, yeah now Imagine that that game is like 60 hours long. We're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we, if you want to find us uh, uh, over on Twitter, we are hanging around on Story Mode AUS. Um, tweeting out of that account, having a lot of fun, hijacking Going into that competition. But, yes, we do have a competition going at the moment to win a copy of Final Fantasy sixteen. If you live in Australia. If you live in Australia. And, and it's easy to do. It's just a like, retweet, answer a simple question. And, you know, you might win a copy of 16, and it does a lot of great for us. Like, it puts us out in the world a little bit more. Um, and we really like that. So, uh, also over on any of the uh, your podcast platform of choice, please leave reviews, star ratings, all that fun stuff. Again, does a lot to help us in the long run, uh, and we really appreciate it if you did that. Uh, if you want to find us on our individual Twitter accounts, you can find me at jolly mac where um i'm just gonna share i'm just gonna spruik another thing a part of another podcast network that i did it's coming out and it should be by the time this episode comes out should be out i believe um i got to do an episode of more than hentai with the delectable 
Brendan White from The Hungry Gamers over at 8-Bit. Um, podcast Daddy. Yeah, Podcast Daddy. Podcast absolutely. Daddy indeed. Absolutely. Um, no, it's always it's always a great time hanging out with him. And um, I sat down and talked to him about the very first episode of Gurren Lagann, which is a, an anime that I have never watched. Buddy, and you're I, for a treat. One of the... One of the bests. Yeah, <laughs> I like, best. uh, like I stuck to the format by like only watching the first episode, um, and I still haven't watched any more since because Succession's been ruining my life. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go back to it very, very soon. So that should be out now if you want to go check that out. I'd appreciate that, and I'm sure Brendan would as Brandon well. Brendan would, but we'd do anything for ben, for Brendan. Absolutely, yep, yeah, absolutely. Which is, which is why I jumped on that podcast. But Karen, where can they find you? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter where I am at X, where I still haven't been tweeting much because again, it's minefield. Apparently 16's out there. So therefore I am not out there. <laughs> I'm very much away from being out there. Uh, so I mostly have retweets. I retweeted, um, the link that wrecked, wrecked game net gaming network put out today for their big beer pong tournament. They're doing down at GGEZ in Melbourne tonight, which sadly couldn't go to yeah which is probably for the best. Cause I'm terrible at beer pong anyway. Yeah, so me too. It, I'll, it would just get me drunk. <laughs> I love a bit of beer pong. Uh, I would love to have gone but it. I also did retweet a, a um, sad reminder, but it has now been six years since Metroid Prime 4 was revealed. Oh, my God. Essentially four years since its development was restarted. Mm. And that news has been eating away at me for this past week. So, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. That's right. If we're going by the schedule that Nintendo like to stick by, then we've got... You know, another two years before that game's going to come out because it's true. Thanks, Joel. That's really helpful. Tears of the Kingdom took like six years. That means it will Between... be it won't be held back by the Switch's hardware anymore. Also true, very true. Free it from the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Simon, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Cy four two one, where mostly I am currently just retweeting shit about Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, spoiler free stuff for the most part. Um, demo, a- anything post demo, of course. I'm just retweeting stuff that is relevant to the demo. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I'm not funny or clever enough to come up with anything that will ever go viral. So fuck it. <laughs> I'll live Simon, in obscurity. When we, when we get FF16 next week, we get to just keep going. We do. We do. We can just keep with... Are you, no, you going no to take your, your save straight over or are you going to redo it? I'm torn because I would I love the idea of just doing it one go, but also if I carry the save over, I can just keep going. And I'm like, I just want to know what's next at yeah. this point. Yeah, I'm I, desperate to know what's next. I'm I'm gonna take my save over. I'm I'm gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's it's two hours. I remember it vividly. Yeah, like God, it, it leaves an impression. So yeah. yeah, it definitely leaves an impression. So I think I'll carry across. But I did have that thought as well, where I was like, I could start a fresh save, but. I really, I desperately need to know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Well, uh, to find out what happens next on this podcast, you'll have to tune in next week. <gasps> but again, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, and until next time, have a good one. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Options podcast.